0: So with this part of the programme, I'm joined again by one of my colleagues who joins me actually every Monday night at Lecture Devine in Newcastle West. Mary Keating,
1: how are you? I'm very good, John. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks a lot for joining me this morning. The idea is that Mary and myself said we would share just our own little thoughts on Our Lady and Marian devotions and so on and so forth. Mary, where where, where would you like to start off with?
1: Well, I suppose in thinking about your uh, invitation to come and share on Mary... Uh, just like uh, I had to think long and hard about my Christmas sharing. Mm. Um, I suppose what prompted me to agree on this occasion was maybe the coincidence or God incidence that this particular month of May and this year of 2018, for the first time in the the life of the church, we have a special feast day, Mm. or a memorial uh, devoted to Mary, which will take place on the Monday after Pentecost um, Sunday. Mm. So I suppose to mark the... Beginning of that special maybe um, appreciation in the church for Mary as mother. Mm. I, I, my, the tone of my reflection is 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 on the the topic of Mary as mother because that's the way I see mm. Mary and I relate to Mary as mother. So, um, um, and Mary as mother of the church. Uh, I suppose of all the beautiful names <laughs> given to Mary, such as. Our Lady of all the different places that we love, Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of Knock, Our Lady of Medjugorje, very close to my own heart, Queen of Peace, Immaculate Conception. I mean, the list of names, beautiful names that apply to Mary, you know, can yeah. go on and on. But I think the name Mother is the most encompassing of all. And I suppose in a way it fits that Mary as Mother answers to so many different names. Just as our earthly mothers are called so many different yeah. names, mm-hmm. some answered to mom, mom, mammy, ma- mama, mummy, mummy. I mean, as a teacher, I suppose at school, I had to kind of try and remember what each child called their yeah. mother. Because yeah. if you said mom when it was mom, you know, you, yeah, exactly. they felt you weren't talking about the same person. Like mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so, and uh, so, I think that the spiritual title for mother, uh, you know. Uh, uh, you know, kind of encompasses all the other names as well, yeah. and uh, it's as unique and it's as special as the name that people apply to their own mother within their own family home mm-hmm. and I think that Mary's mother is even more important than ever to highlight in these times when uh, motherhood is under attack. Mm. I think that if girls and women in crisis pregnancies could look to Mary as a source of inspiration, hope, and courage it would help them to overcome their fear of an unplanned pregnancy. Mary was a young teenage girl, engaged but not married, with no home of her own, no income of her own, and living in a country where giving birth outside of marriage was not accepted. But in spite of all of these obstacles and the extraordinary circumstances of her pregnancy, uh, she trusted and she said yes to the new life within her. And Jesus was born into our world. Um, through her yes and her trust. And I suppose a very deeply held wish and hope of mine at this time in our country would be that all girls or women tempted to make difficult choices out of fear or pressure could follow Mary's model of motherhood and then they would be blessed too with the fruit of their wombs and our world would be blessed by the babies um, who would be born as a result of their yes in trust. So that's one aspect of Mm. Mary as mother that that I suppose I wanted to kind of maybe uh, reflect on. Yeah. And then I, I also want to go on then to see, you know, uh, Mary speaks to me also because in her I see so many mothers that I know, including my own mother, God rest her, who took such pride in the achievements of their children. They are prepared to stay quietly in the background, putting in the work of rearing their children and then delighting in their success and also suffering in their pain. Mary always points the way to Jesus, never to herself. Uh, for example, at the wedding feast of Cana, even though she was the one who noticed that the young couple were out of, out of the, or had run out of wine, mm. she said to the workers, do whatever he says. And it is a big feature of the messages of Our Lady of Medjugorje also that in her messages uh, to the visionaries, she's always referring to Jesus and encouraging uh, the followers to follow his way, to follow the way of her son. And it reminds me of my, of my own mother, her pride in us. You know, if there was any mm. little, yeah. little photo in the paper of us being on a team or, you know, yeah. playing some part in a local organisation or yeah. weddings and graduations, those photos and little clippings were cut out and kept in her special box. It's the stuff of mothers to talk about their children. And it's lovely that in doing that, they are doing what Mary as mother also did. And I love that link with Mary. And then, I'll further go on then, because I suppose in my role as a teacher, I, I so much saw the absolute value of uh, the role that mothers played in the nurturing yeah. of their yeah. children. Um, um, we, and in, and in especially in the, maybe the, their faith formation. We know that Jesus, being the Son of God, was perfectly formed already and equipped for his role as Messiah and Saviour. But being human, especially at a very young age, where environment or nurture as the 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 you know the the philosophers you know who debate these things, mm. even going back to Plato and Descartes and all there's always that constant debate about nature versus nurture or genetics mm. versus environment and and uh, environment plays a huge part in the formation of children, particularly uh, from a young age. And I'm sure that the influence of Mary as mother in his home added greatly to the God nature that was already in him from birth. And in this, um, also uh, uh, the care with which the mother in every home gives to their children. The influence of a mother on the faith development of her child is a real treasure in the life of the church. The mother who teaches a child to bless him or herself, say a simple night or morning prayer, or a prayer before meals, takes child to Mass, and in and constantly in the living out of daily life gives examples of love and care in the family home or to neighbours, is making a huge contribution to the faith development of our child, which can be added to in the school life and in the parish life, but never replaced. And linked with that then, um, I can't help saying how kind of saddened or maddened, I suppose is probably a more honest word, I get on behalf of mothers, when some um, uh, vocal advocates for the ordination of women seem to think and say that it's only as an ordained priest that a woman can make a full contribution to the life of the church I think that when God chose to send his son into the world through the womb of a woman and allowed him to be formed and nurtured within the family life to the age of 30 he was acknowledging the contribution of women to the life of the church in a most profound and beautiful way if women are ordained to the priesthood, and just as ordained men do, commit to a single and chaste life, well then, who will be the mothers of the future uh, generations of priests? In whose wombs will they be made flesh? In whose homes will they, the seed of their faith be nourished? I wonder. I feel very strongly about the lack of recognition and appreciation uh, for this most profound role of women in the Church by those who advocate the ordination of women as the only important role. Mary, as mother of Jesus, modelled so beautifully for us uh, this uh, powerful role of the influence of a mother. She was not ordained, but she was chosen by God to be a mother. This is good enough endorsement for me. And have one more little little thing, it's the prayer, uh, particularly the second part of the Hail Mary, the part that's the Holy Mary. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I was lucky enough a good number of years ago to be at a talk where a priest drew our attention to the power of the last two lines of that prayer. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen imagine that every time that we pray the hail mary which must be the most prayed prayer that was ever prayed we are asking our mother and mothers always listen to pray for us at the hour of our death yeah. i personally find great consolation in that especially now in the maybe the the era that we live in with maybe maybe priests being maybe scarcer than we would like and maybe maybe they may not be uh, available to come and attend to all of us at the time of our death but but we can have the consolation of knowing that Mary is praying for us at the time of our death and I suppose from the, from the time that I heard that prayer I always prayed it for my mother particularly when she was in more failing health and then she died suddenly there wasn't an opportunity to have the priest with her when she died but I got fierce uh, consolation from the fact that I prayed that prayer you know, on her behalf every night and it brought me great consolation and I'll finally finish now with maybe a little reference to my love of Mary as mother that I always kind of took an opportunity to kind of pass on to the children in my care during my teaching career Um, particularly you know we took the occasion of Mother's Day when the children always made a little card for their earthly mother and we always then got a nice little picture of Holy Mary our mother our heavenly mother and stuck it in and, uh, you know, reminded the children that they had two mothers. They had their earthly mother and they had their heavenly mother. And then we would um, celebrate uh, the fact that Mary was our heavenly mother by giving her the best gift, which she has told the visionaries in Medjugorje that the best gift we can give her is to say a Hail Mary. So we would say that. And and I would hope, and I, I have reason to believe, because some of the children would often, you know, kind of, you know, in their own little way referred to Mary as mother then I would hope that it would be a memory that they would treasure and it would maybe sustain them as they go through life as it has sustained me so the end of my reflection hopefully that it has uh, maybe um, uh, touched some hearts and some chords with some people.
0: Mary thank you so much for sharing some wonderful encouraging thoughts with us and I'm sure we'd all like to maybe listen back to them again at some other sites. In the meantime we have to go for our final bit of music would you mind introducing the final bit? Of, uh, so, sorry, this, this final, but the bit of music just to play us out for this last part of the program, please.
1: The piece of music that we will hear now is a beautiful Irish hymn uh, called "A Wirra
0: Mary, thank you very much indeed. You might join us again sometime. Thank you. It'll be my
1: now. pleasure, John. Right, thank you right. very much. Right, bye bye.